Welcome to the Remnant Radio Program. So glad that you tuned in today. Hey, listen, we're on YouTube, Periscope, Medium.com, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, our website, rmntnews.com, and Facebook at Remnant News. And now we're adding Church TV. So if you happen to have found us today, we are honored that you would spend this half hour with us. Because I believe God wants to speak something tonight to us all. I've been praying about what to talk about tonight's episode. And I'll just tell you guys, sometimes we have guests and sometimes we cover the news because I think it's important that we understand what's going on in the world. And sometimes I think it's just like a heart-to-heart that we need to have. And maybe tonight it's kind of one of those heart-to-hearts, and I'll explain. You know, in a lot of the conversations that I've been having throughout the day today and maybe even the last couple weeks, I've, I've been noticing that there's just so many people hurting and it's not that I haven't noticed it before, but I, I just feel like it's either it's ramped up or maybe I'm just more sensitive. But, you know, I had to kind of redirect and, and focus and say, you know, what what is the mission? You know, what is the mission here? I mean, obviously, I want to tell the news and, you know, I want to expose corruption and, you know, I obviously want to inform people and, you know, a lot of truth seekers listen to the show. And I think we all get it. A lot of us that have been studying, you know, a lot of the information that the alternative media brings forth, you know, we're woke, right? We're woke and we understand that we're in a battle. And those of us that have discernment and a prayer life and, you know, really love the Lord and, and are trying to figure out what's going on in our world, you know, I think a lot of us have been. Um, you know, given discernment here in this hour and understand that, yes, this is a battle. It's a battle between light and darkness. But when you look at it from like a spiritual standpoint of like, we're the church, the salt and the light, right? If you're listening to the Remnant Radio program, uh, either you have a heart to know about God or you do know God and you're a prayer warrior, you're an intercessor. But, you know, if you're listening to this program, you know, there's a really good chance that you want to go deeper with the Lord or that you're trying to find you know, other brothers and sisters that, that are on the same page as you that want some real meat, that want some real, you know, to be fed, right? And so we're finding each other and we're connecting and we're saying, okay, how can we be most effective? But what I'm finding though is, is that there's some people out there that are just, you know, that are the most smartest people, the most educated people, the most, you know, anointed people. And yet they're going through, maybe this is you, you know, they're going through their own battle right now. And here we're trying to have this united, strong front and stand up against, you know, the forces of darkness. And meanwhile, we're like in this major struggle, you know. And so I don't know if you've tuned in tonight and that's you where you're in a battle right now. Are you in a battle? Are you in a major warfare in your life? Are you in a season where at times you almost want to quit? You know, where you almost feel like you've lost hope and... You know, you believe in the Lord, you love him, you've served him for many years. I mean, I might be speaking to somebody right now. You know, you, you've you served the Lord for many years. You you know, you feel you've been pretty faithful. You're not perfect, but you've definitely been faithful. And you're wondering, you know, what what's up? I mean, can I just be real for a minute? Like, what's up? God, why aren't you answering my prayer? You know, why, why am I still in this situation? You know, and I'm I'm watching other people. It seems like they're they're advancing. Well, you know, they're they're, they're you know they seem to be getting their dreams. I mean, look, I watch them online. Look at them! Oh my gosh, everything's happening for them. They live the greatest life, and people don't know the struggle and the battle that you're in, that I'm in, right? 
And so I, I just I just want to be real about this because I think this is so important. And and there's a lot of people, you know, something really affected me the other day. Um, I watched a clip of a Liberty University, um, you know, forum where uh, a gentleman had come out and, and spoke. And it was, you know, a couple of speakers, actually. There was a couple of speakers. One of them was Jordan Peterson. You know, there was a couple of speakers there. And the chancellor was there and, you know, I think or the school's president, whatever. And this, this young man just came up and, 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 like, hit the stage, you know, from, like, the audience and just said, can you help me? Help me. I need prayer. I just want to meet you. I just want to meet you. And, and I think it just, it, it, it really impacted Jordan Peterson because I saw there was tears in his eyes later. But it, it impacted the whole school. And when the when the, the head of the school came up, I think it was the dean or the chancellor, you know, he came up and addressed what had happened. And he said, this is the best place. You know, let's pray for this guy. Right. And they prayed for him. And then, and then he said, I'm glad this happened here. You know, I'm glad this happened here because you're, you're in the right place for this to happen. And he said, I don't know how many of you guys in, in here have felt the same way, like where you just wanted to come up and, and do what this young man just did, you know. And, and, I'm, and it really it impacted me because I just thought, you know, recently I had a jury duty appointment here in L.A. And, you know, in the past I found ways to get out. I'm just going to be honest with you. I found ways to get out of jury duty in the past. I couldn't get out of it this time. Maybe <laughs> this probably happened to you. But in L.A., you know, you got to go once in a while, right? So I went and, you know, I, I want to do my civic duty anyway. You know, I mean, I had no excuse. I said, let's go. I'll go. So I went and sure enough, you know, I, mean, I, I got picked and I, you know, I didn't get picked fi- for the final cut because I'm a pastor and, you know, they were afraid, I guess, of, of my biblical worldview. And so I ended up getting cut at the end. But I did last you know, almost up to when the trial started. I mean, I was like one of the last people to be let go. And I was sitting in this courtroom, and the, I don't know if they were excuses that people were using to get out of the jury duty, but can I just tell you, it got really real in that jury selection room where people were crying. People were like, you know, divulging their life, you know, all their dirty laundry and all this stuff that's happened to them. And I just thought, my goodness. What am I experiencing here? Is this like a, a microcosm of our society right now? Because t- just in that room, that jury pool, which is supposed to reflect the society, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you guys, uh, yeah, a lot of those people are were questionable, to say the least. Um, if I would even trust them to watch a young child for more than two minutes... You know, I'm trying to be nice here in how I say it, but uh, it really impacted me as a minister, as a as a minister of the gospel, somebody who, you know, really takes the Great Commission seriously. And I thought, man, we're, we're not doing enough. We're not doing enough to reach the community. And what do I mean by that? Is it's just like there's a church on every corner almost. I mean, there's so many churches. There's you know, there's Christian TV, there's Christian radio, you know, there's Christian podcasts. There's there's you know, just so many resources, the Bible app, and it even talks to you now. I mean, you don't even have to read the Bible. You can just press play and it'll it'll speak the Bible to you. And yet, you know, there's a decline here in our nation. There's a decline of people that believe in Jesus Christ. And I, I would have to attribute that to the fact that people are not having an encounter with the living God. And, and so, this is the disconnect. So there, there's a lot of like, I don't know, is it emotion, you know, in, in the church? I'm not really sure. You know, I'm not here to judge. I'm just trying to say what what is it that we're missing here that we're not making the impact on society to be the head not the tail that we're not doing what we need to do in the culture because we're not something we're not doing here in the culture and so you know it it it's now rampant it's 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 you know it's pervasive in society here 
and it affects all levels. And I think, you know, a lot of people relate to that young man that ran up on the stage and he maybe just was the one that maybe just had, you know, was bold enough to do it really and just went up there and had a cry, a plea for help. Are you are you in a season where you relate to that young man where you sometimes you just want to break down? Where sometimes, you know, you really just, you know, it's like you don't want to let everybody know how little faith you're really feeling at the moment. Let's just be honest, right? Or, you know, at, at the moment you just you just don't want really people to understand that you know, you're kind of disappointed in God, you know, because some things have happened and it wasn't the way it's supposed to be. You know, it wasn't, this isn't the, the story that you were sold. This isn't the, you know, and so, so this is a tough situation, but I want to speak about it because I think it's going to help us to get some healing here. Okay. It's going to help us to get some healing. Now, first I want I want to just read a scripture, Deuteronomy 7, 9. Okay. And it just says, Simply, Deuteronomy 7, 9, it says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Okay, now we're in that thousand generations. Okay, you're, you're, you're included in that. So, you know, if you keep his commandments, you love him, you know, God is going to keep his covenant with you. And there's many different places in the Bible, and one of the scriptures I can think of is 2 Timothy 2.13. It says, even when we're faithless, he remains faithful, because he can't deny himself. And I've taught about this a lot of times, but I, I just want you to think about this, because I'm not here to preach to you today, okay? We're here to have this discussion. And the discussion is, how do we make the connection of what the Word of God is saying and, and our identity. How can we? How can we really grasp this? And and it's not just like some words on a on a paper, but this is it's all encompassing into who we are. How can we connect this to our situation? Because right now, when it feels tough, and right now, when when you are really really wanting to question, maybe you don't want to do it publicly. Maybe you don't even want to do it to your spouse. But in your mind, you want to say, "Where is God right now?" Why isn't he answering my prayer? Why does it seem like I'm, I'm just in this uphill battle and there's just no end in sight? Okay? And some people are feeling like that. I know a lot of you are stressing about finances right now, by the way. And that's another subject for another day. But I just, I know there's a lot of people right now that are really worried about finances. The debt is piling up. And, and you know, so again, it's the same, it's the same thing. There's worry. There's fear. And we want to be like that young man that just runs up and says, I need help. Help me. Who, who can help me? Where is the resource, right? And I find myself almost every day kind of talking different friends off, off the ledge. I hate to say it. I mean, not, not verbatim, not actually talking them down from a ledge, but like, you know, people that I truly care about that, you know, uh, we'll get on a phone conversation or, you know, maybe meet up in public and it's like they're in a, in a dire situation. And, you know, we need to pray and ask the Holy Spirit, come right now and comfort us, you know. But back to that Second Timothy 2.13, because this is super, super important that we grasp this, okay. Even if we're faithless, so maybe right now that's you. Because I'm going to tell you, in my life, that's been me, faithless. You say, Todd, you, you. I mean, aren't you the guy that's like on the radio that's like super happy all the time, right? Aren't you the guy that's constantly talking about God, you know, like you've been faithless? yes. And guess what? Peter was faithless at times. And he was in the presence 
literally, tangibly, when God was in the flesh, I mean, fully God and fully man, Jesus Christ, he was one of his disciples. And he didn't even deny God, right? And that's that's like, what? Another one of Jesus' disciples betrayed him. These are people that were literally watching there in the natural. I'm not talking about in the spirit or in the supernatural or in a vision or a dream or, you know, seeing somebody else. I'm, I'm talking about Jesus, the Son of God, the living Christ, operating in miracle signs and wonders. And they still had doubt, doubting Thomas, right? So, first of all, you're in good company. Second of all, the Bible clearly says right here in 2 Timothy 2.13, if we're faithless, he still remains faithful, okay? Because there's a divine law and principle, and in that divine law and principle, God cannot deny himself. So his identity, who he is, is saying, look, I can't deny myself. This is the way it is. This is the law of the land. This is the way that I made it. And I can't deny myself who I am is faithful God. Is faithful God. So then we look back at Deuteronomy 7, 9 again where it says, Know there, you know, know therefore that the Lord your God is God. Number one, he's identifying himself again. God, God of heaven and earth, creator of all things, Alpha and Omega, beginning and end. The faithful God who keeps the covenant. So he can't deny himself in 2 Timothy 2.13. In Deuteronomy 7.9, he, he keeps the covenant and the steadfast love, which is pervasive, it's permeating, it's, it's just beyond measure what we can even feel or fathom or understand in our, in our human constrictions. You know what I'm saying? In, our, in, in the humanity of who we are, we can't even really fathom the fullness of that love. In fact, it's that begotten love that begot his son who died for us in John 3.16. You know, whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have life everlasting. That's the God. That's who he is. Faithful God. Faithful God. So now, now what I want you to do is, is from what I just said, I want you to take that and I want you to apply it to your situation right now. Where you are right now. When we talked a few minutes ago, and we were talking real stuff, real talk, and we were talking a few minutes ago, and we said, listen, you know what? No one even knows the pain that I'm going through. It's a secret battle. You know, I've been discouraged inside trying to pretend like I'm not outside, but people don't really know what I'm going through. But inside, I've been totally discouraged. I've been totally bummed out inside. People don't even know what I've been going through. And, and, and yeah, I believe in God. You know, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I'm a follower of Jesus. I know what the Word of God says. You know, I've been serving the Lord for a long time. I get it. I know what you're going to say. You know, we all say, yeah, he's faithful. And, you know, praise God. And, you know, I'm going to say the Christianese words and all that stuff. But when I go home at night and my wife's asleep, or when I go home at night my husband's asleep, when I, you know, when I'm by myself, when I go home, people don't know the struggle that's going on. And so that's what we're talking about tonight. That struggle. That struggle that you have and you've had for a while and we're not admitting. We're not admitting and we're not telling people how we feel inside. But we honestly kind of feel like we got a bad deal. We got a bad deal because everybody else's prayers seeming to be manifest. Everybody else's prayers seeming to happen. But what we've been praying for, where are you, God? Why aren't you answering my prayer? Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not the only one that's hearing this right now that's feeling this, Okay. You're not the only one that's, that's hearing this right now. There are people hearing this right now, and you are in good company because there's some amazing people like yourself 
that are hearing this right now. And, and you maybe you just need to hear this today. So I want to connect these dots. Deuteronomy 7, 9. Because the Lord your God is God. The God of heaven and earth. Of all things. The creator. The one that spoke things into being. The one that spoke life into being. Faithful God. Who keeps the covenant. And steadfast love with those who love him. You love him. I love him. And keeps his commandments. You're trying to keep his commandments. I'm trying to keep his commandments. Okay. To a thousand generations. That includes you. 2 Timothy 2, 13. Again, if we are faithless. That's us right now. How do you feel? What have I been explaining? How do you feel? Faith is a mustard seed. I don't even know if I have that. Okay. He remains faithful. Why? Why? Because in the law that God has established of the universe, he cannot deny himself. So let's apply this now. Let's apply this now. Okay. Psalms 33, 4. Psalms 33, 4. King David said, for the word of the Lord is upright. And all his work is done in faithfulness. Why? Because he cannot deny himself. Why? Because he remains faithful. Why? Because he keeps the covenant. So again, apply this. Apply this right now. This is speaking to your situation. This one that I'm going to speak right now, put this right into your situation. Psalm 91.4. He will cover you with his pinions. And under his wings you will seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield is a shield and a bulwark. He is your, literal, like your defense. You shall not be moved. In 2 Thessalonians 3.3, 3, the Lord is faithful who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. So let me put this into perspective right now. Your situation is covered. Why? Because there's a covenant. Who's the covenant? From God. Who is God? The God of the universe. And he is faithful. And guess what? He remains faithful because he can't even deny himself. So your situation is covered. Covered. He will cover you. That's what it says. Under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is your shield. Second Thessalonians 3.3 3, The Lord is faithful. And here's where it comes. Here's where it comes right now. Not he may establish you. Not he might establish you. Not he might take care of your situation when he gets around to it. Not, oh, he only hears some people's prayers and not others. Not, you know, you, this guy is going to get the good deal. You're going to get the bad deal. This is where it applies. It applies. It applies. It says Second Thessalonians 3, 3. The Lord is faithful who will, who will establish you. You, listening, you, you, let it get in your ear, in your ear right now because I'm going to say it again. The Lord is faithful who will establish you and he's going to guard you from the evil one. Wow. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. First John 1 John 1.9, it says, If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. First, uh, I'm just I'm just reading the scripture right now because this is literally a lamp unto thy feet. This is literally, you know, uh, right now what we need to hear at this time. The, the word does not return back void. It says in First Corinthians ten thirteen, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, He will also provide a way of escape that you may and will be able to endure. Boom. This situation, it's not too big. This problem that you're in right now is not too big. It may feel big. It may seem scary. It may seem endless. 
Like it's not going to. When is it going to end? Come on, God. How long? How long do I got to be in this place? When is it going to end, God? I'm going to tell you something. You're getting close to a breakthrough, okay? You're getting close to a breakthrough. And when that breakthrough comes, when that breakthrough comes, it's it's a suddenly breakthrough. It's a suddenly, like a mighty rushing wind. When the Acts chapter 2, when they were in the upper room, upper room waiting for the Holy Spirit of the living God to come, there was a suddenly that took place. It was a suddenly, it was a mighty rushing wind that came in. Came in. Change the atmosphere. Change the world forever. Don't let me tell you the gifts are for today. I see miracle signs and wonders happening right now, 2019. The Holy Spirit of living God speaking tonight, okay? And he's saying, you know what? Breakthrough is at hand. Breakthrough is at hand. Hold on just a little bit longer. Hold on just a little bit longer. And in fact, you know what? Get up, get up, get up tonight. Maybe, you know, sometimes it feels good to just, you know, cry your eyes out and, and, and cry before the presence of the Lord. Worship Him. Say, Lord, here I am. Here I am. You know what? It's been painful. It's been long. I'm tired. But you say, do not grow weary in doing good. But I'm tired. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm weak right now. But, I'm, but when I'm weak, what? I'm, I guess I'm strong in you, right? And you're not going to give me any temptation that I can't overcome. And I'm declaring over this situation that you are faithful. You are faithful to restore me to who I meant to be, to restore me to the fullness of what you have for me, God. The fullness. Walking in the fullness. You ever walked in the fullness before? Here's the thing right now, and I want you to understand this before we get ready to close this program tonight. I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about this today because I feel like there's a lot of people that really need to hear this. I'm going to be honest with you. And and why do I know that? Because <laughs> I talk to a lot of people that that are in the same situation. It's been a secret battle. It's been a painful battle. It's been a long battle. And you've been walking through this for a while, and sometimes you felt completely alone. And I just want to tell you tonight that you're not alone. Not only does God understand your situation, does he hear your prayers, but you got a lot of saints and brothers and sisters that are going through this with you. And and here's the thing. When we connect our identity and who we are and, and who he is, because he's faithful God, what does a faithful God do? I mean, we got to ask the question, right? What does a faithful God do? A faithful God fixes it. A faithful God gives you breakthrough a faithful God even though he's allowed you to go through the, the, the pain you know weeping endures through the night but joy comes in the morning the morning is coming I don't know if you've ever sat outside at about 4.45 five, you know and watching 5 o'clock and there's a 5 o'clock hour comes upon at 5.30 and you ever seen that sunrise and all of a sudden it goes from dark to light and, and I'm just going to say that's the situation right now. You may have been weeping in the night for a while. And you're saying, when is my breakthrough going to come? And I'm just saying this right now. If you take those scriptures that we read tonight and you say, Lord, I'm applying them to my situation. Because your word says you're faithful God. And in fact, you cannot be 
not faithful. Like you have to be faithful. That's who you are. So in my situation right now where it looks extremely grim and I feel like I've hit every single wall possible and I just don't even know how you're going to get me out of this. Here's what I do know. You are faithful God and you've made a covenant and your covenant says that if I love you and I serve you, that's who you are. You are faithful God in my situation. You're faithful God. Now listen, you might have been through a really hard trial right now. You might have just walked through one of the most painful situations in your life. But I'm here to tell you tonight, you're coming out of this. And you're going to come out shining. So, you know what? You maybe need a little pep talk tonight. But I, I just want to pray right now. Lord, in Jesus' name, we pray right now that you would just empower this person that is listening to this program tonight. All across the, the internet, all across the radio, Lord God, that you would empower them to walk in the identity of who they are. Because you are faithful God. Faithful is who you are. And we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Remnant Radio. We love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow.